Welcome to Sliding Doors Your Story, the podcast that delves into the decisions and moments that shape our lives. I am Jenny Becker, and throughout my life, career, and relationships, I've always been fascinated with the notion that everything happens for a reason, alongside my love for the 90s movie classic, Sliding Doors. Have you ever really thought about those moments that shaped your life? Those decisions that could have gone either way in the opportunities presented to you? Sliding Doors, your story delves into your extraordinary moments and decisions that built the path of your life. Through your applications, we have curated a mini-series with amazing people taking us through their amazing Sliding Doors moments. We will reflect on how a decision or moment changed the course of their lives and how things might have looked if they had never happened. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. I'm really excited to announce that for this series, we have partnered up with Berksy, who you may have seen on this season's Dragon's Den. Berksy is a super clean and refreshing alcoholic sparkling water, which is also known as a hard seltzer and is sold throughout the UK. All of their flavours are made with real fruit and on a lovely sunny day, my favourite has to be opening up a can of peach and raspberry. And the founders also set up the brand in a sliding doors moment themselves in Toronto's Berksy Park. So we're now asking you to create your own sliding doors moment and have a Berksy with your friends this spring. So whether it's taking the time to listen to a podcast or just having a moment to yourself, taking that time to think about your sliding doors moment. And while you're at it, you can get 20% off your first order using the code sliding doors on their website www.berksydrinks.com where you can also tell us your sliding doors moment by entering it through the website. Enjoy the episode. My guest today is Stephanie Walker. Stephanie is 43 and lives in Aylesford, Kent and today she is telling us all about her incredible sliding doors moment which is a true love story all built around one moment that changed her life forever. 
So welcome to Sliding Doors, your story, Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining me today to chat all about your Sliding Doors moment. I can't wait to delve more into it. So I'd love you to start by telling us a little bit about yourself, where you live, what do you do, where you're from. Sure. Um, so my name's Stephanie Walker. I live in Aylesford in Kent. Um, I am Canadian. I cannot hide it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> grew up in Canada, moved here with my husband about eight years ago. Um, he's British. So that was the um, idea behind that. Um, I work for local government. I manage a team in a local authority. Um, love what I do. Love being able to work from home. Love that I've moved to the UK. I get questioned about it all the time. I was going to um, say. Yeah. And it's really, it's really good here. I love it. Did you think Definitely. you'd ever live anywhere else but Canada when you were growing up? No, never. Really? Never, ever. I mean, I loved British culture when I was a teenager and I always thought it was so cool. And I loved Britpop and I always thought it was amazing um, and spent a little bit of time when I was a teenager, uh, came over on a trip. But I mean, in Canada, I'd never knew anybody who lived outside of Canada. I never knew yeah. anybody who moved um, or anything like that. So the the concept was completely foreign to me. I mean, I guess you always want what we don't have because I grew up watching American shows and just wanted to go, or Canadians <laughs> wanted to go to high school in America and visit things. And I think it's always the intrigue of how different it is on the other side. Yes, definitely, definitely. And we've seen that a lot here um, because we do get asked a lot about why we would want to live here. And we, my husband and I both see the pluses and minuses of both sides. Yeah, you know, There's a lot to offer um, and a lot to work on in both places. Definitely. And do you think the UK is now where you'll stay? Yeah, definitely. Um, there's so much more here. Like we're very settled here. Mm -hmm. um, we both have good jobs. Um, we have people around us that, you know, we care about. We have mm -hmm. lives, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. So no intention to go back at this point. Good. We're, lu we're lucky to have you. Um, oh, thank you. So before we kind of talk a bit more about your moment specifically, what made you want to come on the podcast and share your moment with our listeners? Um, I love the concept of sliding doors. I love talking about those kind of events in life. I think it's really interesting. And um, I've had events in my life that have changed the course of my life, changed the course of my parents' life. Um, yeah, and I think it's just such a great concept. And I love my story. And every time yeah. people ask about how I ended up here and what happened it always becomes like a huge thing and everybody's fascinated and everybody wants to hear more. And they're like, Oh, I wish that would happen to me. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. It's like, you're I can... setting it up very well here and oh, I'm well, very excited to chat about it. And <laughs> before we do just a little bit longer, mm. I wanted to ask, what are your personal thoughts then on the sliding doors theory? So do you believe that everything happens for a reason? Do you think, do you believe in fate, timing, mm -hmm. luck, coincidence? What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I, I think I believe in pretty much all of it. I, I believe in fate and I believe in an element of luck mm -hmm. um, and timing, definitely. Um, I, don't, I don't think I like the word coincidence because I yeah. think it implies that, that too much is up to chance. Um, I've had a lot of things happen in my life that I think were fated. And I mean, this is just my experience, but to me things always tend to work out the way they're supposed to. Yeah. It doesn't always seem that way. And it's mm -hmm. not to say that I haven't been through some horrible things. Um, but if I just have patience and look for the lesson mm -hmm. and wait it out a bit, things generally tend to work out for the best. And yeah. when I look at things in hindsight, I think, oh, 
wow, yeah. if that had gone differently, that, you know, things would have been very different. Yeah. Definitely. And that's, I guess, why I love the podcast, because we can look back at moments and we can look back with hindsight and say, I, I like that idea that you said about patience. I think, mm. you know, often I'm very impatient, but yes. I think it's patience. And it is, you know, as you say, it's not about everything always going the way you want it to go, but it's believing that it's going the way it should go. And yeah. you learn from the bad, you learn from the good. And, you know, I think life experiences make your, your, theories and your thoughts based on the things that have happened to you and I mean your moment I mean not to set it up but it's incredible (laughs) and we're going to get straight into it because I can't wait to talk about it so um one day a neighbor who you didn't know posted an ad in the lobby of where you were living selling an Ikea chair that you'd wanted to buy for years Uh, he turned up at your door you couldn't believe that you'd never met before you went on a date four days later and now you're married and you've lived in the UK for eight years. So yes. this is a very short story, but we're going to delve right into it. And this story gives me goosebumps every time I hear it. And I really want you to explain and tell us all about this moment, but also explain where were you in your life? Kind of what happened to leading up to this moment um, mm. before you saw the ad and then when you saw the ad? Sure. Um, so I'll see if I can sum it up quite briefly. Um, I grew up in um, just well outside of Toronto, north of Toronto, um, in a beautiful neighborhood, very fortunate growing up, um, couldn't afford to live the lifestyle that I grew up in. Yeah. Um, so I moved to Nova Scotia, um, to Halifax where I could, um, I had family there. So that was kind of a big turning point for me where I made a decision that I needed to make a big move. Um, spent, several years in Nova Scotia, kind of figuring out who I was, what I wanted to do, changed careers Mm -hmm. um, quite significantly. Um, I'd done the whole online dating thing, couldn't meet anybody to save my life, hated it. It's horrible. Yeah. And I was always at a point where I was just like, I want to be with someone. I'd wanted kids ever since I was like a kid. Mm -hmm. I wanted a family. It wasn't working out. And I'd kind of um, built my life to a point where I was kind of content. I had really good friends. I had good family around. I had a life. Like I wasn't really super lacking in anything. Yeah. Um, It hadn't quite gone the way I'd wanted because I'd wanted a family quite young and it hadn't happened. Um, But yeah, I was just doing my thing and living my life. And I'd come to a point where I decided just to leave it up to the universe and if someone showed up in my life, they showed up in my life. And so you um, stop putting pressure on it, basically. Yeah, definitely. Um, I made a list in my phone of all the qualities that I was looking for because <laughs> I knew what I wanted. And yeah. I was just like, I got to quit looking for it. I got to quit trying to mold other people oh, into yes. this list to make it work. Um, I just got to trust the process, take the pressure off myself because I'm making myself miserable and just leave it and let it go and let it happen however Mm -hmm. it's supposed to. Um, And so living in Halifax, uh, the Ikea bit is interesting because at that point we didn't have an Ikea in Halifax. Uh Ikea wasn't built until after I moved to the UK. Ah, Okay. God, this Um, is even better part of the story. Yeah. So (laughs) there had been one like there's in the eighties or something, but it had shut down. Fine. So no Ikea. Um, I, because I'd moved from Toronto, I had Ikea furniture or outside of Toronto. And I had a love seat that I loved. It was comfortable. It was great. Loved it. There was a matching chair that I had wanted, but I didn't have. And I wasn't willing to pay the shipping to come from Quebec somewhere. Yeah. And um, so I'd keep an eye out. And there were companies that would like 
do runs to Ikea and back to Nova Scotia, but it was ridiculously expensive. Yeah, so I was like, whatever. Yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I came home one day and there was um, a big leaflet in the front lobby where um, one of the residents in the building I lived in had posted a bunch of pictures of furniture that they were selling. Um, and this person was selling the chair that I wanted that matched my love seat. I thought, oh, oh score. You um, must have been like, this is amazing. I know I was. <laughs> yeah. Because I love a bargain and yeah. I love, my husband teases me about that. And uh, I wanted the chair and it yeah. was right there. <laughs> So I emailed um, the email address on the pamphlet and just said, look, really interested in this chair. Can you let me know when I come and, can come and have a look at it? Um, and the email address was quite generic. Like it wasn't, I couldn't tell whether it was a guy or a girl. Okay. Didn't know anything about, wasn't bothered. Wasn't yeah, interested. Yeah, I just wanted the chair. Yeah, I just wanted the chair, yeah. And um, so they emailed back and we set up a time to come and have a look at it. And um so at the time that we were supposed to meet, I had a knock on the door and I opened the door and it was the guy who lived across the hallway. Um, I had seen him previously once or twice, literally once or twice, completely forgot he even existed mm -hmm. uh, because it had been so long yeah. and I couldn't even remember who lived in that apartment yeah. when the ad was up. Um, so when I opened the door, we just both kind of looked at each other and went, what? What? Like, what is even going on here? And he looked at me and he said, how long have you been living here for? And I said, uh, two years. Um, and I said, why? I said, how long have you been here for? And he said, I think it, like around the same time ish, maybe give or take six months. I can't remember who was there first. Mm -hmm. And, um, he said, how have I never met you? And I said, I have no idea. I said, I have been here the whole time. I, I've been here, haven't gone anywhere. I said, I've been here. I said, I don't know how we've never kind of come across. I said, I've seen you once or twice, but you just never noticed me. And, when and is he, it just, was it just like an electric connection? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Like literally just looked at each other, dumbfounded. Really? Like, oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, seriously. And um, so we we're kind of like, okay, well, we've, we've got stuff to do. We have a purpose. Yeah. I want my chair. Yeah, exactly. So I went over and looked at the furniture and he explained what was going on. He said he was from the UK. He'd uh, um, gotten out of a unpleasant relationship. Um, and he was fed up with Canadian women and Canada and he wanted to go home. Okay. Um, so he had given So also up wasn't looking at the time. No, no. Yeah. He was fully invested in moving back to the UK. Yeah. Um, given up his flat, given up his job, sold all of his furniture. So literally uh, it was like the last dregs in the apartment yeah. um, that he was trying to sell. And that's when I got the chair and there were a couple of other people in the building that were going to look at some things. So we got chatting and he was telling me everything about how he was going back and how he missed home. And um, we were just talking about things and he was asking me about me and what I did and everything. And um, we got chatting for a while and he said, um, he insists that he was the one that said it. And he said, um, you know, I'm not going for a couple of weeks. If I've got some free time over the next couple of weeks, do you want to catch up and go to a movie or something? And I said, yeah, absolutely. I said, that would be great. I'm just thinking it was someone to go to a movie with. Yeah. That was someone different that, you know. That was leaving and, you know, yeah. we'll just go. Yeah, exactly. No pressure. Um and he texted me like four hours later that evening and said, you know, it was really great to meet you. Would really love to take you out on a date. And I was floored because <laughs> all of these like times that I'd met different people and tried to make relationships work, it just felt so forced. Like and you it, always want the guy to ask you and they never do. 
Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And all my friends were like, you know, trust me, it'll, when it happens, it happens. You, when it happens, you'll know and it'll be so easy. And I was like, what are you guys talking about? This can't <laughs> possibly happen. There's no way it can be this easy. And when yeah. he texted me, I was like, oh my God, it is this it easy. Is. And did you yeah. get a feeling of like, oh my God, this is like something? Yeah. I, I, I texted my friend, one of my good friends. And I was like, I think I've met someone, like actually met someone, met someone, met someone. Yeah. And they were like, really? And, um, so he texted me the next day and he was like, you know, I know we're not going out till the weekend, but, um, can I pop by after work and we can just, you know, chat? I said, yeah, absolutely. And my parents were, wor- or were moving that weekend. So, um, I had an out if, yeah. you know, if I wasn't if, interested. If you weren't feeling it. Yeah, exactly. And he came by for a couple of hours and we literally talked nonstop for like two hours about um, who he was, where he'd been, what was going on with him, who I was, where I was from. Um, we talked about that my grandfather was from England. So I had um, a bit of an kind of English upbringing with like some yeah. roasts and that tea from the time yeah. I was little. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And then from there, we just hit it off like like we it literally felt like we'd been waiting for each other and so we just kind of had to figure it out very quickly of how we were going to make it work um and so a couple of weeks into it he said to me he said I don't want to go I don't want to leave you um I'd like to see if we can make this work um if I'm willing to stay for another year do you want to give it a go and I said yeah absolutely I said you know I've never felt this kind of connection with anybody before um definitely want to try and make it work and see what happens and we'll just go from there yeah and and he said to me he said well okay you need to know I want to move home and he said so fine (laughs) yeah exactly he said so if we give this a go would you be willing to move to the UK and I said yeah I said you know I do have my British grandfather I said there are ways my father has a British passport um so I said you know I can apply for an ancestry visa so we can make it work if it works yeah and I was up for it and um so he came home he changed his ticket from being um, a one-way flight and made it return um so he came back to the UK spent a couple of weeks um with his family and just kind of doing all the things that he'd missed um and then he came home and he moved in with me like literally right away so how long was it from when you opened the door and saw him to when he moved in with you? It was about six weeks. Wow. Yeah. And you just, and you, did you just know, like, as you say, like you just, did you just decide, I'm just going to go with this because it feels right? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I was 30, I was, I think I was 30 or 31 at the time. Um, and I talked about it with my parents because I was very close with my parents and still am. And my dad was like, well, seriously, like, what have you got to lose? He's like, you know, you've yeah. got a good head on your shoulders you know, they'd met him and they're like, you know, it is what it is. And my parents had kind of a similar situation. Um, so they were just like, you know, if you know, you know, and what's the worst that can happen, you kick him out kind of thing. So exactly. And listen, he, I love the fact that he was honest with you as well about the fact that, you know, he did want to move. I think you were both, it seems like you were both in this kind of free spirit time of mm. your life where you just went with things when they happened rather than the yeah. planning stages. And I think you know, this is such a moment about timing because, Mm -hmm. I mean, we'll talk all about the advert and that type of stuff, but also it sounds like, you know, he was in a long-term relationship and come out of it. You were kind of just like, again, it's that annoying saying, but when you're not looking for it, it always comes. Um, And, you know, the fact that you had lived in such close proximity. I mean, we all live in buildings. I swear Mm. I've never seen my neighbour 
like and lived here for yeah. two years and I think that's what's so incredible about this moment is it's it's very much about the timing in your lives of it being right for you two but I also really wanted to ask about the chair yeah do you still have the chair I don't and I'm oh, so no! devastated I know <laughs> um I took pictures of it because yeah. um when we moved over I mean, it's not cheap yeah. <laughs> to move continents. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So we literally sold up everything. And um, it was hard. Like we had to have some really tough conversations very quickly, um, like about whether we wanted kids. Um, yeah. Were we going to have kids? Um, what were we going to do? Like, And all these kind of like really intense things that you kind of normally would kind of tiptoe into. We were like, mm-hmm. okay. So this because is if you're what gonna, we're doing. If, especially if you're going to move into another mm. country, you've got to sort those out. Yeah, exactly. So we had to kind of like feel out each other's values and make sure that we were on the same page about a lot of things. Um, and it was, I mean, it was a bit painful at times because I would like kind of freak out and I'd be like, no, no, just let me feel it out. I just need to have the feelings <laughs> and then I'll be okay. Yeah. And he was so great about it. Um, and I think... I think it's even made us closer because moving here was not easy. We had mm-hmm. to literally, we sold as much as we possibly could. Um, I put everything of sentimental value of mine in a storage unit at my aunt's, which I'm going to clean out next week. Uh-huh. Um, and so it was really tough. So I kept all the stuff that was like seriously sentimental, and but we had to get rid of everything else. And so we did sell the chair. I do have photos of it. Okay. Um, I wish, I mean, if Ikea still sold it, I would have an someone will have it on ebay we're gonna have to put a picture out and see if we can find one from the podcast but it's it's such a i mean it gives it gives a lot of kind of old romantics out there a lot of hope Mm, because it is it is really that kind of story of fate and i guess one thing that you said at the beginning of the podcast was that you you know it was never a plan to move to the uk and Mm -hmm. it's not only that you kind of you know, met the love of your life, but it also kind of built your life for you. Like you live in England now, it's the job that you have, it's everything. Mm, Absolutely. Um, And I mean, there are so many what ifs in this scenario. Like if you'd not, imagine if you just not have seen the advert because he probably just would have left. You'd never seen him. If you both both hadn't have had the same chair and the same taste in chairs and and stuff. Um, I mean, do you, I know it's not nice to think about, but do you think about what would have life would have been like if you hadn't have seen the advert or if you hadn't have even yeah. been selling the chair at the time to be honest it makes me feel a bit sick I bet and it makes me like tear up yeah. because I can't imagine like I can't imagine living without him I can't yeah. imagine not having our life the way it is um yeah I mean Such... yeah I would I don't like to think about it because yeah. I don't think I don't think I would have this I know I wouldn't have the same quality of life um I don't know that I would have found anybody. I have friends that were single at the same time as me that are still single. Mm -hmm. And I probably would have been in the same situation. I probably would have just kept plodding along. It's a beautiful, beautiful story. Um, And I guess if there's one thing that you would, that you learned from this sliding doors moment Mm -hmm. that you want our listeners to take away uh, today, what would that be? I think for me, it's really just just trust that it will happen. Don't mm-hmm. try and force something because the more you force it, the more miserable you make yourself um, and just trust that it'll all work out. You know, life works in mysterious ways and just got to keep the faith that things will work out the way they need to. 
it really does I mean I'm like what furniture can I sell who am I gonna meet like you (laughs) never know who's gonna come around but you do like we all sit I always sit on an airplane and think I'm gonna sit next to someone and then it's gonna be it's a it's a film it's like a meet cute moment in a film and I think you know as much as we can't wait for these moments to happen they can happen and I think you can believe in them and you know I think the moment happened for you, but you you allowed yourself to go along with it the mm. moment as well, which was great. And um, how long have you been married for now? Um, so we celebrated our sixth anniversary in December. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So, so amazing. Um, Stephanie, thank you so much for coming on today. It's honestly, it gives me goosebumps and it's a brilliant story. And I just wish we'll find the Ikea chair and yes. we'll, we'll, we'll get it back to you at some point. Um, but thank you so much. It's been lovely to chat to you. Oh, perfect. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been wonderful. It's a pleasure. Thanks, Stephanie. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Sliding Doors. If you've enjoyed our chat and found it inspiring, I would love it if you could rate, review, share and subscribe. Thank you so much. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.